Da-da. Yeah, we have Intuil music. It sounds like a wonderful wow. wallaby. <gasps> Ooh. Greetings, uh, Wissenos. Welcome to Princess Cecilia's Castle Podcast Empire. Uh, warmest greetings. I am uh, Jessica. And I'm Princess Cecilia, of course. If you're listening to our voices now, there's a good chance that you turned this on. I don't think we have public distribution yet. So thank you for seeking us out. You got to dig deep for the really good things, like gold. Like gold, silver, and precious gems. Precious gems. Jessica, I just want to um, thank you for, first of all, for being my friend. Wow. Also, for being my neighbor to the left. For being my royal subject. For sharing your graham crackers. And for being my co-host on my new podcast. Well, um, Princess Cecilia, thank you so much. First off, for all of those beautiful compliments. I've never been so complimented in my life. It's not even my birthday, and I feel so great. And uh, I would like to say um, thank you for being my next-door neighbor to the right for about five years now. Right. And I am your loyal subject for all five years. Mm -hmm. And I uh, appreciate you in including me on your brilliant princess podcast. Thanks for that. Um, I guess I'll talk a little bit about why I wanted to do this. So I feel like right now there was a lot of discussion about how we're just being constantly inundated with information. It's a complete overload. It's true. I'm overstimulated every day. Right. So I completely disagree. I find myself understimulated feel like the media that's being put out right now is not just not up to my level. I'm looking for people to go deeper. Yes, deeper for those precious gems. Gold and silver. So that's why I started this podcast, because I wanted to give myself a creative outlet and also uh, a mental outlet to, to dig deep. And then also to look out, which is the opposite of digging deep. Wow. So I feel like, I guess what I'm saying is that people are basically just staying neutral. They're not digging deep. They're not looking out. So they're just like talking about what's next to them. So like, they, oh, look, there's yeah. a chair. They're really plateaued as a people. Quite. Hmm. Well, I really think this is a positive thing for uh, not only yourself introspectively, mm -hmm. Cecilia, but, but for uh, me as well. I mean, we put that in there too. Right, but right, uh, right. just everyone in the world. In the world, well, again, and, and I don't want to get on you for this, but let's look beyond the world, because the world is the globe. There's other planets. Whoa, are you There's talking? There's other stars. Aliens. Star Cecilia. Are you going to go intergalactic? I'm thinking universal, and I don't mean studios. They're really fun. Anyway, enough about us, enough about me, enough about my personal wants from the Western my society, which are not being fulfilled. 
I want to give advice to people. Ooh. Because I give advice to you a lot. Oh, like every single day. I'm like, hey, Cecilia, um, listen, I need some advice. And you're like, I, I, got, I got all the advice. You're like, Cecilia, which glasses should I wear? I say, the pair that you had in your walker, you broke. So wear the other ones. Oh, see? I would have never thought of that. You say, Cecilia, what shoes should I wear today? I say, you're wanting shoes. You're not wanting anywhere. So don't wear those. Process of elimination, those are out. You have your dress shoes, you're not wearing a dress. No. Those are out. So just, you could even walk over barefoot because we're neighbors. You don't even think about that. That's true. So I feel like I'm really good at giving advice. I want to give advice to others, others being other than you. Well, yeah, you, you need to branch out. And uh, really, uh, really help some other people out there. Here's the problem. We don't have any questions from people. Oh, we do have questions. Oh. Um, from a producer and also um, my cousin who sleeps on a trundle bed in my room since their parents are having marital difficulties. Oh, they're still there? No. We have some questions, mostly from her. So they're probably going to be sad because, like I said, her family's broken. Well, um, a lot of families are broken. A lot of families are broken. A lot of families are put together. And what is put together but the moment before being broken? That's really deep. You can only break things that are that whole. Are whole. White. Oh. Oh, I think that was a universal truth. That is a universal Hmm. Oh, wait. Here we go. You have savings in your piggy oh. bank. Oh, wait. For those of you listening at home who couldn't hear that very well, the question is, I have some savings in my piggy bank. What should I do with them? I'm definitely glad that you're the one uh, giving all the advice here, Cecilia, because if I was to give my advice, I'd say smash that little piggy. Smash them and you go to the candy store or you go to the mm. mall mm. or you go get a pretzel. Mm. See, that's why I'm not supposed to be giving advice because I get bad ones. Here's the thing about piggy banks. Piggy banks are really interesting because it's a type of uh, savings device for children, right? If you're an adult, you have, uh, maybe you've got some a cash. Mattress. Cash and a mattress, I was just going to say. That. That's where my mommy keeps it. Maybe you have a bank account at a bank. Maybe you have a credit card, which is fake made-up money that's going to destroy the world someday. Maybe you have some of those lines of credit. But the piggy bank is made for children. And what's different about it is that it's the only type of that, savings device that's that not FDIC covered. Not only is it not FDIC covered, but you don't know how much is in it. Oh, yeah. See, that's why it kills me. Usually when I smash it, there's nothing in it because I already smashed it before. How many piggy banks do you have? Oh, every, every day I almost have to get a new piggy bank. Your mom is an extreme couponer, so. No, she's just really good at paper mache. Oh, my gosh. In any case... If you have a piggy bank, you probably don't know how much money's in it. You might have an idea 
Sorry, that's my cousin closing up the twundle bed. You might have an idea, but you don't know for sure. So it's hard to budget for an unknown amount of money. Wait, yeah, I feel like that's answered. <laughs> what do you do if you hate your little brother? What do you do if you hate your little brother? Mm. Jessica, you have a little brother. I know, and you don't even want to know what's going through my mind right now. I'd love to know. That's the purpose of the podcast. Well, I don't think we're allowed to discuss those things. But but I would... Um, mm-hmm. You're going to get better advice after I give my advice, right? I'll think about it. All Just right. wet it out first. Well, if you hate your little brother... Hate him so you much. hate him with like this burning passion inside, oh gosh, which it gets me so I mad. think everyone has understood and, and known. I can't handle it. You know, he like comes and he like plays with your Barbie dolls, and then he like Those teases you with them, and then he like throws them across the room, and you just did their hair all nice. And <gasps> terrible. Where he eats your last fruit snack, and you were saving the red one for last because you know that's your favorite, and they only give you one in a bag. It's like a joke. Well, if that's your situation. What I would do uh, is maybe bring him into a room. Hmm. A room with a walk? I'm just asking for the... the a walk and a wiffle ball bat. Just oh, a walk. I meant a walk like you could walk the door. No. Got it. Unwalked room, but with a walk. With a walk. Unwalked. You don't need a hmm. walk. You just need to have him know that it can be locked at any moment. Hmm. With a wiffle ball bat. Wait. And a pillow. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Now we take it in there with him. And I would just for 10 minutes straight bash the pillow. <laughs> don't say a word. Don't, don't even, don't look at him. <laughs> and then I would, after, you know, 10 minutes of this, I'd probably be a little sweaty and stuff. Wait. I'd be a little parched. I might have to like, you know, go hydrate. It sounds like you need some water, too. Yeah, so I oh, would... Oh, and maybe a timer to know when 10 minutes are up. So you need... Okay, so just to recap, you need a widow brother that you hate with a burning passion. Right, right, right. You need a womb that, a womb. that has a walk, but it's you're not, not going to walk it. Right. You need a pillow. A pillow. A wiffle ball bag. A wiffle ball bag. A timer. A timer. And some water. A glass of water or something. A glass yeah. of water or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. far. All right. So, yeah, and then take a glass... Uh, take a sip of my glass of water. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure I'm all hydrated and stuff. Right. Look at him dead in the eyes. Yeah. And then chug the rest of the glass of water. Whoa. And then throw the wiffle ball bat on the floor and walk out the room. I was going to give advice after that, but I feel like that's the best advice. I feel like it sends a message without being very violent. Wait, and what's he going to do? Say, Mom, Jessica took me in a, a womb with and a walk. And hit a pillow. She like, hit a pillow for 10 minutes. That's like the softest thing in the world. And made me watch. What? I'm showing you my skills. That's like, great have, advice. So always have a backup plan. That's great advice. My neighbor to the left, to oh, the right. The neighbor to, to the right, right, Olivia. For those of you who are at home who couldn't hear that, the question is, what do I, Princess Cecilia, think of my neighbor to the left, Olivia? Neighbor to the white. My neighbor, neighbor to the neighbor white. To the left. White. White. 
My neighbor did a white Olivia. Um, <laughs> what you say this? Princess Cecilia's kingdom, castle, royal subjects, and cabinet are selected very carefully from a large pool of people, children, people, children or people. We're all people. And that's how I, you know, pick who's going to be around. I look at all the applicants, look at their skills, their specs. What kind of school are they going to? What kind of kindergarten did they go to? What kind of camp did they go to? Do they have bunk beds? Do they have good toys? Do they have recording equipment? Like, that's where you come in a lot. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Olivia is a nice girl. You know, I can tell she's really trying. But at this point, she's, uh, she's not up to snuff as far as the kingdom goes. So I will say her mother is an incredible baker. Very talented. She makes delicious meals and snacks and tweets. And I feel like, I don't know this for sure, but it's possible that Olivia might have some high-powered fan set up that waft the smell directly into my bedroom window. Can't confirm that. Uh, but anyway, that you know what? <laughs> That's enough talking about Olivia, I feel like. <laughs> she's not even here. <laughs> she's not even part of Kingdom. <laughs> and she's not even, you know, one of my friends or anything. And... It doesn't even matter, and that's how I feel about Olivia. She's really nice. I love her mom. Um, I love her mom when she makes coconut dream bars, and I think that's really cool, but as far as Olivia, it's, like, just not working right now, and that's on her. <laughs> but not her mom, who's a lovely but lady. not her mom, who's really lovely. Janet, we really, really look up to you she as a woman. She had a snickerdoodle cookie one time that blew my noodle. How to deal with a midlife crisis. Well, not just how to deal. What should people do to deal with a midwife crisis? Because if you're a dog and you're having a midwife crisis, that's a completely different question. But people specifically. We're both... Um, we're both six years old. And if the world were to end... When we turn 12, this is our midwife. Oh, wow. That's a problem, I feel like, with things like midwife crisis is that you never really know when it's your midwife because you don't already know when you're going to die. Unless you have, well, I won't even Unless go you there. have, like, psychic powers or Unless something. you have psychic powers. The power of clairvoyance, for instance. Yeah. Or some sort of access to universal truths. Or, like, your best friends with, like, John Edwards. Right. Well, he's a medium. Well, yeah, no, yeah, John I think Edwards. He would know. I feel like he would have at least an idea, like a ballpark. Like he could say, like, look, like, I don't uh, know for sure. I feel your energy is depleting. Why? So, um, if you think you're going through a midwife crisis, stop. Take inventory. How old am I? Am I five years old? You might not be going through a midwife crisis. Am I? 35 years old? You might be going through a midwife crisis. It might be a 40-year crisis. Am I 35 years old, but I drink a lot? Or do I have a smoking habit or, or a history of heart disease in my family? 
you might have already passed your midwife crisis. So I think, here's the thing, if you're having a crisis, midwife or otherwise, take a deep breath. Thanks. No, thank you. You're welcome. I don't even know what to do. I'm going to die soon. Twelve. That was a hypothetical. Oh. Sorry. I, didn't I thought say maybe that. you were clairvoyant or I'm something. I'm not a clairvoyant. You, kinda, you, were, you like look me dead in the eyes. You're like, I don't know. Maybe you'll die at 12. And I'm, you looked at me. That would be confusing too because my middle name is Quail. So you might have thought, I get it, that oh. I was saying I'm a clairvoyant. But that's a different Oh. Thing. That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I got you that... Um, that crystal ball for your last birthday present. That I kind of doesn't seem right now. I really like it. It's a good decoration piece. Oh, okay. What do you think of Donald Trump? What do we think of Donald Trump? And his family. Oh, there's so many of he them. He has a lot of families. A lot of them. Because he made a lot of children. Yeah, and now he's making those children work for him. Which... I feel like this is where we differ in opinion. You and me or you and Donald? That's a great question. Me and you. Oh. Because I feel like if you have children, you can tell from a young age if they're talented or not. Like, for instance, my parents, they could see a spark in my eye from when I was breastfeeding. They could tell I had the bug. So they have to nurture me and love me because I'm going to be an important person. But if you have a child and they're not talented, like I don't want to say names, but, but I don't know. I say we're like a person named Polivia. Yeah, for example, someone named. Just random person. Polivia. Right. If you can tell that they're not talented, then I think it's okay to exploit them, to make them work for you, and to maybe make them get sent to jail on your behalf. So you think that I think we shouldn't exploit children? That was my understanding. I I could be wrong. I mean, I never really thought about it. I don't think I have a a very secure stance on the matter. Interesting. I never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. I I I don't know. I feel like when you say you know should we exploit children? Here's my question: What children? I mean, they're the talented ones. Who are they? The ones that can, you know, do things. Why, why would we exploit someone who can't do anything? Why would we exploit someone who could, say, start a universal podcast? That'd be ridiculous. Wait. So as far as Donald Trump, I, I, I think that... Um, I think... I think that if I was the president, first of all, I'd be doing so many different things. Or it'd be like you're weighing as Princess Cecilia when you um, you make your announcements to the kingdom. Right. For the betterment of the kingdom. Here's a big problem I think that Donald Trump has. Um, the White House has a lot of balconies, which are great opportunities to make like big announcements from. Like you could go right up to a balcony and make it, you know, say, oh, heel, heel. Heal, come gather. I'm the president and I have an announcement to make. But he never does that. 
He never does that. Has any president ever done that? Um, here's what I know. I would be the first. You would be the first. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like other presidents did do that, though. I mean, I, I know the, the royal family does a lot of balcony announcements. They love balconies. They love balconies. They love a good balcony. I mean, I love a good balcony. I feel like sometimes they make announcements off of balconies that aren't even like real announcements. They just see a balcony and have... They just have... They just move. They want to pull quake. Maybe it's like a Pavlovian experiment now. Mm. Where like every time they see a balcony, they're just like... Their jaws start jabbering. They're like, I got something to say. I don't even know what I'm going to say, but I got to say it. Got to get up on a balcony and say something. Woo! Sorry. Pavlovian. Pavlovian. I mean, I don't, I don't have anything to say about the president. Really? No, not more than you've already said. I see. I think the first lady has really nice um, um, hair. Like it's really pretty. She has good hair. Yeah. Yeah, it's really pretty hair. I think she has really nice cape dresses. Yes, really nice cape dresses. And caftans. Yes. Very, very nice fashion choices. That's all official stance, I would say, at this time. If, if, it, if anything updates, you can find me at a balcony. Hmm. Hmm. So what do you have problems we've been having in the neighborhood? Problems we have been having in the neighborhood. Oh, in our house, which is also in a neighborhood. Well, there has been a neighborhood uh, deviant who has uh, been going around and weaving doggy poop on steps and, you know, scaring all the little dogs around. I don't know who he is. Or if it's a he. Or if it's a he or white. I'm, wow. Or if it's a person. True, maybe he was a dog. Sometimes we think so small, we gotta just look at the obvious. You know, I keep forgetting, Cecilia, and you keep reminding me I gotta expand to the universe. Right. Um, a problem I've been having in my house lately is, um, so, I'm not supposed to stay up past 7 p.m. Because I have to go to school in the morning. I should be more queer. My parents think it's important for me to sweep before I go to school. So that's why I have to go to bed uh, at 7 p.m. Here's my feeling. Here's my take. School, right, is a series of memoizations. You just, they tell you something and then you have to memoize it. Right. For a period of time, usually corresponding to a test or exam. I'm not interested in memorizing things that I could look up on the internet. So to me, why do I have to sweep to prepare for a memory game when I could stay up, wake up in the morning, you know, go, go to school half dead in a coma practically? Because it's not like I'm getting a quality education anyway. And I'd really much rather stay up at night because that's when History's Mysteries comes on. 
Well, maybe you just need to be in a, a more advanced class still because we're in the same class and I find it very difficult sometimes to even just pay attention and understand what they're even talking about. But you're just smarter than me, so I get it. Maybe you, you're just bored and you need to like go to honors classes or something. I don't maybe know. you need to learn more. I just don't trust in the education system. I feel like, here's the thing, I don't like the idea of my knowledge being curated by the government. I should be able to learn whatever I want to learn. So it doesn't make sense that a board of education and then a teacher and then a curriculum is put together and it's all, it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. Wait a minute, you mean to tell me that Miss Daisy works for the government? Her entire lifestyle is subsidized by your parents' taxes. Wait a minute. Miss Daisy, who makes me take naps every day, works for the president? Kind of. She kind of works for the president. Huh. Wait a minute. Um, we're waiting. Does that mean that our schools are kind of like institutions for children? Right. And you know what they call institutions for children in other countries? Illegal work camps. <gasps> so we should put children to work. We are putting children to work. Well, I believe in it if they're untalented. Well, even just going to school, you're putting children to work. That's what I'm saying. That's illegal. It's illegal. School's illegal. School should be illegal. That's a big problem I've been having. Well, now I just understand so much more. You've opened my mind. Hmm. Wait. We're waiting. So we'll wait. Do I not have to eat my vegetables? Is that also from the government? Oh my gosh, this goes back to <laughs> to wagon and vegetables. I mean, vegetables. Here's the thing. We're humans, right? Homo sapiens. Right. We were made to hunt, to kill, to to find smaller animals and bite them in a the jugular and then rip out their, their, their carotid arteries with our teeth and then wait for uh, them to lose at least 50% of their blood uh, while guarding our, our kill and then uh, use our canines to whip the flesh from their bones, consume it, and then go out and do it again and hopefully at some point in there, like, have a family and, like, a mortgage or whatever. Vegetables were never part of the equation. That is absolutely terrifying. I don't even know if I'm more upset about what you just told me right now mm -hmm. with all of the visual imagery right. or the fact that I've been eating vegetables and I don't even have to eat vegetables. Don't have to eat vegetables. Ve the reason that people... And I don't have to go to school. The reason that people push vegetables is because um, our country was founded by Puritans, right? Who who they, they were farming. If you, if you know one thing about Puritans, they always want to be in a farm, feel, in a field doing doing work in the field, right? Right. So they just wrote it into our bylaws, into our constitution, that people have to eat vegetables so that they could uphold their values. So does that mean that most of the farms are owned by the government? That's why. Oh, wow. That's why. This has been a Rhino Comedy production. 
Find us on Instagram at rhinos underscore r underscore funny rhinocomedy.com Rhino Comedy on Facebook and live comedy every Friday and Saturday night at 96 Lafayette Ave in Suffern, New York.